Uh, we got a range of topics to start with, limited amount of time. So I feel like we should start with the big boys first and then kind of work our way down. And I think the biggest story to talk about is the 2030 World Cup. So I don't know if you got a chance to read that article, Connor, but basically for everybody listening, um, an extremely talented journalist, literally my favorite footballing journalist, Tim Vickery, uh, does a lot of, uh, I guess, freelancing work for ESPN FC and a bunch of other outlets. He put out an article talking about how the 2030 World Cup bid between Chile, Argentina, Uruguay, and, and Paraguay is basically doomed to fail. And I thought it was a very good article. I will link it down below so you can read the entire thing. I'm probably not going to do an amazing job of summarizing it, but here are the reasons in a nutshell. Um, basically, logistically, it's a nightmare. We're talking about four different countries with varying levels of economic turmoil. Yeah, turmoil, that's a great word. That's a great word. I was gonna say prosperity, but that really wasn't like that ain't that's the opposite yeah, of the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh I think I'm putting it lightly there. Um, you got different currencies, you got a large amount of investment that would be needed across all all four different countries. Um, you'd only be having six years to prepare because they're not going to award the 2030 World Cup until next year, 2024. And South America needs all the time that they can get, quite frankly, to put something like this. Yeah, two decades, maybe. They should they should have been awarded back in 96. Honestly, that was probably just enough time for Argentina and Uruguay to put something together, build one new stadium in that time. 30 years. <laughs> and then finally, and probably the biggest problem is when you have countries like this that are struggling economically and the government wants to come out and spend billions on stadiums, it doesn't look very good, right? You kind of look like a jackass and you might have some protests. Brazil saw that in the 2014 World Cup. It could be even worse across the board. You know, we don't got to talk about inflation in Argentina right now. God knows how many how many pesos get you one churipan. I, I have no idea. Do you have any like idea? 300. Three, <laughs> 300, probably. No, I'm not playing, bro. It's probably, bad. Probably, yeah. The price has gone up 300%. Has the taste gone up 300%? Probably not, although they definitely do sl- smack. I'm going to be honest about that. Um. What do, what do we think about this situation, Connor, overall? Like, do you have any responses to any of Tim Vickery's, like, uh, any of the points that he's making for why this is this is a little impractical? Do you agree, disagree? Like, what are your general thoughts? So the rationalist in me, <clears throat> the rationalist in me thinks, I mean, Vicky T makes some good points. I, I did not know he was your favorite journalist, by the way. I'm, I'm probably going to make Vic. TV. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's my boy, Vicky T. Um, <clears throat> so it's not feasible. It's not smart. It's not rational. It is not. Uh, it's not realistic. The time frame that we have, you're right. I mean, we should have at least ten years to prepare for something like this. What well, What would be rational is if all of these countries put forward like a decree. What is it, a doctrine? What am I thinking? Like the Magna Carta, basically. The mid- <laughs> Yeah. 16th century i'm out yeah. here yeah um, king john yeah king john yeah no they, well they should come up with like a uh, some sort of agreement between their countries to begin preparing for it now for an inevitable world cup bid in like again a decade or the next one the 2034 something like that okay like, it should be 
it should be prepared for more now. You know, let's do it feasibly. Let's do it rationally. But they don't want that because guess what? These it's it's like political administrations. Like that's that's what these guys are doing. They're they're bringing the World Cup here to distract from everything going on at home. Because if you poll four out of five Argentines, what would you rather? The inflation gets fixed or we win the yeah. World Cup? Four out of five Argentines are telling you they want the World Cup instead of the inflation. Do you think four out of five would pick co-hosting the World Cup? What By any means, by any stretch of the imagination, any means necessary. Comment down what? below, all South Americans listening right now, would you uh, would rather have 4% job growth or would you rather host 12 group stage games at the next World Cup? Let us know. And maybe a semifinal. Maybe the final. Argentina's getting the final. So let me just put out the facts there. Let me put my nerd hat on real quick. Uh, okay, so basically FIFA has very strict rules for what stadiums can be used for World Cup. It needs to be 40K minimum capacity for a group stage game. Semifinal and final, 80,000. So I went through. I looked at all the stadiums in these four South American countries that would be eligible to do something like this. Uruguay has two. They have the Nacional Stadium. Then they have the Peñarol Stadium. Uh, Paraguay also has two. National Stadium again. Basically all the national stadiums. Every Everybody's national stadium is like 50K. Um, and then Porteño Stadium. Uh, let's see, Chile again. National Stadium. And then Colo Colo. Both between 40 and 48K. Colo Colo. Colo Colo. And then Argentina by themselves. How many eligible stadiums do you think they have, Connor, before I say the number? How many eligible stadiums do you think they have above 40,000 capacity? So Uruguay is two, Chile is two, Paraguay is two. How many think Argentina has? 18. Not not bad, not bad. 12. Okay. 12. I was wondering, Buenos Aires has the most football clubs per capita of any of any city in the world, I think. And they also have the most psychiatrists per capita. So well, you tell me that. They do need that. Jesus Christ. They need that. And honestly, churches are probably not far behind. Everybody praying mm. and talking to their therapists. They say, these puto. Yeah. <laughs> Boca Juniors, monumental. You know, in a lot of ways, I think football and psychiatrists go hand in hand. Um, yes. So they have 12. And the biggest stadium, of course, your favorite, the monumental, 84,000 capacity. By far the largest stadium that would be part of this bid. By far. So, in total, we're looking at only a handful of stadiums from three of the four host countries could actually do this thing. And God knows when those stadiums were built. But we're not even talking about, like, are the stands remodeled? Is it is it safe? Is there running, like, not running water, but, like, are the amenities up to date? Are they from 1982? Like, this is a serious Hey, bro, we, we bad. We not that bad. Bro. We got <laughs> like, running water in that bitch. I mean, like, is there electricity? Like, no. <laughs> uh, hey, the, elect the grid is spotty, but it works, all right? You're yeah. not going to have Wi-Fi, but. No, I feel like the city, they, they'd probably cut it for the residential neighborhood and, like, channel oh, yeah. the power to the stadium Absolutely. oh yeah v Vicha fiorita where diego maradona was born uh, -uh no power wrong yeah. eh. no the, the governor know. in montevideo he's like well we got this i mean we got this world cup qualifier against colombia we got to keep the lights on cut it for the cut it for the people they'll survive and then they um, lose two to zero <laughs> so basically and then they lose two to zero anyways so that's uh that's the situation we're looking at with the stadium so basically right now 
everybody wants the final to be in Uruguay because of that romanticism, like, oh, first World Cup, it's coming back, blah, blah, blah. But they don't have a stadium that can do it. So at minimum, they got to add 20K seats to the national team stadium. Minimum. Um, and then all the other countries are, sorry, Paraguay and Chile, they have nothing that could host anything more than a group stage game. So you can see, as you find out more information, how difficult and how much stuff is going to have to go into this bid to make it actually practical. It's a complete overhauling of of infrastructure, and that's just... It's not feasible for these guys. Not not without some kind of, you know, notice. But you know what? They might just force that shit just like every other country does because what is this? It's a big... I mean, I, I can't even imagine what it does to, like, morale. You know, there must be some, like, political boost or boon that they gain i mean it's like it's like the roman emperors they'd be throwing those festivals and orgies and shit gladiator tournaments chariot races for 30 days you know that's the world cup caesar wants to bring it home and be like hey everybody let's not let's ignore the economy for us let's forget about all of that we want a population boom we want a uh <clears throat> a stimulus into the economy here even though the economy is not going to see any of that, everything's going to go to, you know, FIFA pockets or, you know, Argentine, you know, corrupt officials pocket. I'm not going to speak to the other countries. I don't know how corrupt they are. All I know is probably 30% of the revenue that we get is probably going straight into uh, somebody's pockets. I ain't going to say who. I would say the difference is that Julius Caesar was funding those gladiator games Ooh. with all of the booty that he just pillaged up in Gaul. You're right. So Argentina ain't pillaged no booty in forever since France, yeah. since They're the French final. No booty. So I don't know where that's gonna come from. You know, you know, a lot of Rome, they got they bankrupt bankrupted themselves, throwing too many parties. They did. <clears throat> Sound like Argentina might be doing the same thing. Well, we are already bankrupt. bankrupt. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, like, where do we go from here? Straight down. Straight down. Straight down. That's, okay. that's all it is. Yeah. Look, look, it would be wonderful. It would be awesome. South Americans want it this year. You know, oh, we're going back to South America. You know, it's fresh in our minds. We're like, oh, Argentina won. Great. It's not just a European sport anymore. Then it's going to be in the United States. And then we bring it back to a footballing nation. You know, like we had it in Russia. Are they a footballing nation? No. Qatar, not really. Hockey nation. United States, ah. Eh. And then back in South America. That's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. It's it's like you're returning to like England or like having it in Germany again. You know? Can I ask you about that? Because um, one of the points that uh, Tim Vickery brings up in this article is that if this bid is successful, that would mean three of the last five World Cups and two back-to-back -back are in the Americas. And some people might feel like that's too much of a good thing. What do you what do you say to that? Define too much of a good thing. Also, uh just uh want to let you know Juventus uh Di Maria just scored. It's my boy. I just had Excellent. to let you know. <clears throat> Thank you for that update. Yep. I follow that man's miss. career religiously. Thank you for that. <laughs> I know we got a lot of fans out there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really worried. This is the this is the Connor podcast today. I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm eating spinach. I'm doing my own thing. Too, too much of a good thing, though. What is that? They're hogging all the all the international uh, <clears throat> tournaments. Okay, they have Champions League. They have the 
the the FIFA Club World Cup. They who's have they? Europe. What about Africa? What about Asia? You know, you know, Africa's not complaining about it. Is it Africa or was it Vicky T that wrote that article? I don't. Who, who are these detractors? I bet you. I bet you. I know who it is. It's about I don't, the Europeans that want yes, that shit at home. I think it probably is. I think he's more. I don't even think Tim Vickery's saying that he thinks it's too much of a yeah. good thing. But I think he's saying that's what the argument will be. But like, you know, the kid pouting in the corner of the classroom, like, well, when am I going to get to play with the T-Rex toy? You know, it's my turn. This guy been using it for three weeks straight. I want to I want to play Jurassic Park, too. You tell him to sit down and be quiet, because guess where the World Cup ain't? In Europe, baby. That bitch sitting at home. Nice and warm. <sighs> well, they are going to be going against they are going to be going against the Portuguese, Spanish and Ukrainian bid. Which I just think is an absolute joke. It's a banger. You don't it's think a, you don't think that's good? Portuguese, it's Spanish, a, Portuguese, Spanish, Ukraine. I mean, you had Ukraine, me. You had me until the third yeah, the period. Ukraine don't make it. Look, they threw Ukraine in because they want to be like, we're at war. That's assume. This is assuming the war is going to be over by then. Which it which it probably won't. But we don't need to go into that. But we don't. No, look. No offense. I think it would be great. That would be a really nice storyline. But if South America doesn't have the infrastructure, how is a war-torn Ukraine supposed to get the infrastructure there? What, are they going to build one really big stadium in the middle of all the rubble and be like, we're going to have the final here? The customs is going to be a bitch. There might not be any customs agents left. I mean, they're all going to be in the fucking front line. Oh. Where are you going to find those people? Poland. <laughs> they're going to have to call the Qataris and be like, Yo, where'd you get all these employees from? Because we need a few. And <laughs> be like, we stole them. <laughs> Be like, all right, here are their passports. We're sending them to you first class, UPS, next day <laughs> shipping. Are you kidding me? They're going to ship them over in a big freight container. They're like, you know, uh, human trafficking? Let, yeah. me, let me introduce you to this human trafficking. Are joint. you familiar with indentured servitude? That's what we call it over here. They signed the contract. It's legal yeah. over here. Yeah, yeah. We call it voluntary <laughs> lifelong employment. The Irish Voluntarily. Yes. Um no, yeah. but the real the real competitor for this bid is going to be the Saudi Arabia Egypt bid, which is why I asked you what your thoughts were on what Tim Vickery said because I find that so rich that you know there's going to be complaints from the Middle East, completely ignoring the reality that they got the World Cup and they're getting back to back Asian Cups. It's an absolute joke. They got the Asian Cup this summer, and then Saudi Arabia has got the next Asian Cup in 2027. But Saudi Arabia also wants the 2026 World Cup, or sorry, 2030 World Cup, excuse me. I don't know. I just wanted to highlight that because I think it's funny. I think it's really funny. You don't think it's funny. You think it's bullshit. Oh, I think it's absolute bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. It humors me, though. I'm like, oh, you don't think that we should just Uh, stockpile all the tournaments in one region of the world? Meanwhile, Japan and Korea over here are like, can we get a goddamn tournament? Like, what what do we got to do? Australia is like, have you guys completely forgotten we exist all the way down here? Yo, an Australian, an Australian World Cup would would slap, probably. That would slap, bro. That would slap. We probably lose two or three of them to like violent kangaroo attacks, koala-driven. That's all right. Rabies. Three of them are getting bit by spiders, minimum. Crocodiles, saltwater crocodile. We're gonna have to cut Neymar's right foot off, poor guy. Yeah. If it doesn't, if it's not already amputated by the time this uh, World Cup rolls around. Oh, yeah. And you know Jack Grealish, the crocodile taking a big old bite out of them calves. Oh, yeah. It's like, a, yeah. it's like a pork loin right there. Pork loin. Like, ah, ah, ah. 
I'm like, damn, need some more English food in my diet. <laughs> but um, yeah. Do you do you want the World Cup to be in Argentina, Uruguay, Chile, and Paraguay, or would you rather it be somewhere else? So, like I said earlier, the ration, the rationalist, the rationalist in me, the rational person within me says, no, that's not a good idea. Obviously, we should put our money elsewhere. But then, I mean, you think about this World Cup, right? Like, it did wonders, wonders for the morale of the people. That means so much to us down there. Honestly, it's it's like one of the only things that we have have. You know, we used to have a wonderful economy, and there's still lots of art and uh, beautiful things being created down there. But we just, it's not a good living situation there. It's not a place that you want to live. Uh, you you would want to visit it, yes, but like it's just not the same. Like there's there's high amounts of crime now because everybody's fucking broke. You know, there's there's less tourism because it's not as safe. Like for something that used to be like a sparkling metropolis of South America, Buenos Aires has I don't want to say fallen off, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And again, I have not been there in many a year. So if anybody wants to correct me, feel free, but. It's, it's not the best moment to be in South America. I want to visit. My family says stay. They're like, don't come down here yet. They're like, you maybe for like a week or so, but like if you want to stay and live for like three, four months, don't do it. Working a fast food job in the United States, you're going to be making more money than like a career down there. Maybe not to that extent, but you know what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. the inflation is insane. It's just not worth it like that anymore. So I don't know. It's it's tough. What it means to the people, though, I mean, everybody's seen the scenes. Everybody's seen the videos of Buenos Aires. I'm sure it would be the same in, in maybe not the same, but damn near. The, the passion is rife within South America, so it would be great. It would be fun to watch. It would be exciting. That being said, that's not worth further damaging everything that's going on down there. Now, if they're just going to get like a massive bailout, fine, but it just feels like a political move, right? Like, why now? Do you think that people would protest in the four countries? Because I think so. I think you would see some serious anti-World Cup movement develop. I don't know if you'd see serious, but I could see people getting upset about it. Because guess what? Even the people protesting, they're going to be like, sick, bro. I can't wait to get these domestic tickets here. Here's how I think it would go. I think... It would be announced by FIFA. All right, bro, World Cup's going back to South America. Everyone would be really happy. And then it's just like when you're at the club and then everything's going great, right? It's the best night of your life, celebrating your birthday. And then you get the tab and you look at the tab and you're like, this must be a mistake. <laughs> For you, that's like $37. Yeah. Me, like, I see $12. I'm like, this this is a mistake. Hell no. <laughs> I'm like, surely this beer was no more than $2.50. Um, that's a joke. I don't drink beer. Um, I think once people realize how much these countries are spending and how much the taxpayer is spending on Colo Colo getting some stadium renovations, I think you're going to see some serious backlash. I think it's going to be euphoria in the beginning, and then that shit fades away like a drug. The wool gets removed from your eyes. You start seeing how much money is going into this. You start seeing even more deterioration of the infrastructure around and outside the world of football. And then you're like, no, this is bullshit. And then the World Cup will start, and most people will forget about it again. But then when it leaves again, I think you're going to see multiple waves of this protest anti-World Cup movement 
even for the South Americans who might be the most passionate football fans on the face of the earth, I still think you can't just give people football if their daily life sucks or is just so difficult. It sounds to me like we're just going to be doing the same song and dance that we do at every World Cup. Brazil, maybe not Russia, but then Qatar. If there's a bunch of protests, then everybody forgets about it. We're just going to do this every every, every four years. We're going to come back and forth and back and forth and just push it under the rug as long as we can. Do I think the breaking point, the straw that breaks the camel's back, will it be in South America? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they will find a way to push that shit under the rug. And maybe, you know what, maybe they get some kind of like crazy bailout. Maybe there's like a bunch of money that goes in and it makes it a little bit better in Argentina for a while. Um, I don't know. That's that's yet to be seen. But I, I, I don't know why we're focusing our time and energy on this when, when we could be focusing on the economy in, in some way, shape or form or, you know, the next round of elections or some sort of infrastructure reform there. Mm-hmm. Like, I think most people agree with what you're saying, too. I, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's, it's rational. That makes sense. It's logical. Right. Would I <clears> fucking <throat> lose my mind if I, you know, see Julian Alvarez, the starting number nine, 2030, in the prime of his life? Yeah. Yeah. Because what's he going to be? He's going to be like 30. But can I ask, is, it, is the feeling really that different? If you're seeing seeing Julian Alvarez start in a World Cup in Argentina or in Australia, you get what I'm saying? Like it's still hype either way, you know what I mean? No, but there's something different winning it domestically. There's if you something. win it, yes, which you won't. But if you won it, sure. There's something about winning a home World Cup. You don't know shit. Yeah, y'all, I'm I'm predicting right now quarterfinals exit. We're gonna tune back in. Twenty thirty? quarterfinals exit yeah Yeah, but natural gonna take us to the promised land (laughs) no connor we haven't started the most overrated player segment yet that's on that's tomorrow oh god that's when we're talking about yeah we gotta save that for jake we gotta save that for jake anyways you guys let us know your thoughts down below on the 2030 world cup would you like to see it in south america do you think the cost is not worth the reward personally me i'm gonna tell you right now whichever package has grease you got my vote Tell the us Sa- the Saudis call up the Greeks and say, "Hey, we want you to join." I'm pro Saudi, bro. Drop the best God. sleeper country, the best sleeper country to host the World Cup too. I want to know, and it can't be your home nation. I'm thinking <sighs> Fiji. That'd be cool. Fiji, Australia, small ass island. Let's do it. I can see like Switzerland, maybe like a Norway World Cup or something like crazy. That's probably the only way they're going to qualify. Yeah, honestly. 